Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Good morning, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Thursday, Maundy Thursday, April the 18th. So Maundy Thursday is the Thursday where we celebrate both Jesus washing his disciples' feet and uh, the Last Supper. Maundy is uh, from the same root word as the word mandate, um, and it probably refers more to the idea of the new command I give to you, that you love one another. And so this passage, you'll see that, that uh, Jesus shows his love uh, all the way to the end, this passage says, and he does it by washing the disciples' feet. So John 13. Sorry, we're having some storms, so if you hear some extra noise, that's what it is. It was just before the Passover festival Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then the then Lord, Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, those who have had a bath only need to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean and you are clean, though not every one of you, for he knew who was going to betray him. And that is why he said, not everyone was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I've done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you should also wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Jesus said, Now the Son of Man is glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will glorify the Son in himself and will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and just as I have told the Jews, so I tell you now, where I am going, you cannot come. 
A new command I give you. This is the new mandate. A new command I give you. Love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this will everyone know you are my disciples, if you love one another. Man, so much in that text. One of the things that we know is that the disciples had been arguing over who was the greatest um, before this passage. And uh, it it kind of uh, stands a little bit in contrast to the disciples who are a lot like us, who want to make sure that they have their place, who want to make sure they're, they're uh, taken care of, who want to make sure that um, they're first. And we live in a world like that, where people pursue their own interests, where people tend to um, go out of their ways to find things that make them happy. And Jesus says, uh, my kingdom's a little different than that. And so Jesus doesn't just talk about it, but Jesus actually demonstrates it, not just in this act, but in his life. And so he takes on the role of a servant here at the table. Somebody probably should have taken care of this, made sure that there was a servant or someone available to uh, wash feet, or one of the disciples probably should have washed feet if no servant was available. But they were too busy looking for their own kind of places, it seems like. And Jesus takes on this role of the servant. And then we ultimately see that Jesus becomes the one who uh, serves all the way into his death, as Philippians 2 tells us. And so what are we to make of this, uh, this new commandment, this example of Jesus uh, there's an interesting part here where, where Jesus is talking about show it is talking about Jesus showing the full extent of his love. But then it says that Jesus knew that the Father put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So the devotional talks a little bit today about the idea that when you know who you are in Christ, then you don't have to try to be first. You don't have to try to get ahead. You know who you are, so you are free to serve others without worrying about your own ego, your own like place in the world. And so uh, that's an interesting thing, because right before Jesus serves, it says, so he got up from it because he knew who he was. He knew the Father had put all, all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So Jesus is free to love people and to serve people because he's not always worried about what's in it for him. He's more worried about uh, laying down his life for others. So when you really know who you are in Christ, when you really understand the value that you have, you're not always trying to make sure others know how valuable you are, if you will and trying to find your place in the world. You know your place. You're a child of God. And so then you're free to serve others. This new commandment um, should be the symbol of the church. That when people look at the church, they should know that we are Jesus' disciples. And it says, by our love for one another. 
really the church should be a, a like a, that first sign of what God's kingdom looks like. I always talk about the daffodils this time of year. They come up first, and you know spring's on the way, but there's still no green grass yet. It's just brown grass and green daffodils with white or yellow blooms, the ones in our neighborhood at least. And so the church is supposed to be that first sign of what God's kingdom will look like when it comes in its fullness. And people should know that we are Christians by the way we love one another. And they should look at that and say, man, there is nothing in the world like that. That's very attractive. Uh, and so I want to close with a, a little note that Jaron Rao writes at the end of his devotion today. As we follow the path of Jesus in this Holy Week, we must examine our hearts and ask, are we honestly willing to say to the Lord Jesus, whatever you want to do with me, however you want to use me, here I am. Our calling is to be a servant like Jesus. That's just a thought for this Thursday morning. I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.